Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. Welcome back. Today we are so grateful to have... As our Me second too. guest ever, Miss Katharina Mark. Hey, girl. Hey. So happy to be here. <laughs> In her magenta that matches our logo, it was planned. <laughs> Part of the so, barber creation. <laughs> so I have known Katharina since, I want to say 2004. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Anyway, she is my dear friend. And you have probably 10 more years experience than me. Is that right? Because I know you started really yeah, early. Yeah, more probably at least ten. Yeah, so I'm older than you. That's what it means. I really wanted to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were born in River. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to have Katharina on and talk about her training and how she came up in the hair business. And um, she was a, I don't know that I think you were a senior stylist by the time I started. Yeah, like where I apprenticeshiped, she was already a senior stylist. Mm-hmm. So that's how she has like a little time on me here. And we met at a trio salon in the city. Yes. So can you tell me, I don't recall because I know everything about you, but sometimes I forget details. Um, Did you do beauty school like in high school? No. I went to a beauty school in Madison, Wisconsin that no longer exists. Okay. And then um, did you know that you wanted to just cut? No, I wanted to do, well, first of all, you have to learn everything. So right. I didn't know anything yet. And then um, I, I, we had to, at Sassoon, we had to decide if you wanted to be a cutter or colorist. And that's when mm-hmm. I made the decision. But I actually like to color a lot. Yeah. Okay. And you um, you started your apprenticeship at Vida Sassoon, yes? Yes. I worked for two and a half years in um, Madison, Wisconsin. And then I went to a Sassoon class in San Francisco for um to get inspired and it changed my life completely and after that I was I had to be part of that team. Ah. That was that's exactly what triggered me. It was change, life changing. One, nice. you know, one of those rock, big rocks in the life. Yeah. And then so at that point did you do an apprenticeship then at Vidal? Yeah, you have to do an apprenticeship. It was like a year Oh, and even a half. if you're yeah, already a hairstylist. You cutter. have to yeah. do it even if you're a hairstylist. It's yeah. about they say it's a year and a half. It's a year and a half to two years. And there are people who take longer and there's people who never make it past three months. Yeah. It's a pretty aggressive Yeah. <laughs> culling culling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um the stakes are high. And yes. you you were at uh Water Tower the whole yes. time, is that right? Yes. Okay, so the water tower in Chicago. Yes. Um, and I don't even know this about you. Were you trained like? Do you, did you meet Vidal? Did he was he one of your teachers? No, 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 no. Okay. He so I by did then meet him. I, made, I met him, but in and when I was I was an assistant, and it, when he came into the back room with his then newest wife, um, Ronnie, <laughs> I was assistant. I'm normally never short for words, but I was folding a towel, and I was like, I couldn't speak. I was without words. Was there light emanating from his head? <laughs> I, I was like in such shock. I had to go. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> it is so nice to meet you. And I had to push it out of my lungs. It was not natural. I was completely stunned. Yes. So, He's like a god in our world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bigger than the royals. Yes. For sure. Okay. So, um, and what was your apprenticeship like? And can I, can I ask you, did you listen to our apprentice episode? Yes, I did. Okay. So, and I know that things were even harder for you. So can you tell me what that was like and like maybe some good sides and maybe the harder stuff? Okay. Well, you had a class once a week. Um, you had to have two models. If you didn't have a model, then you were shampooing and you only had two, you only had the two hour or what is it? Four hours a week. To get through things, every three months was a test. You had three haircuts to do. Um, they were set. If you failed on one of the three haircuts, you failed the whole three haircuts, and you had to wait another three months to test on the three. That's one of the things. There is no coddling. <laughs> There's no. It wouldn't. It wouldn't fly with Gen Z today. They would. They would be think it was abuse. It was very difficult. Yeah. But it made us stronger. Like pressure makes a diamond. Um, I don't regret it. I appreciate it. Um, many, many tears, lots of crying, very painful, but you know, Alex Iwanu, um, and Jerry and many others that were there really made the difference. Um, the, who eventually owned trio and I forever in debt for him, um, made a difference. Um, I really, you know, it's a, and Thor, I, you know, he's oh out gosh. there. Yes. 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 He made a difference. Being kind um, makes a difference. Uh, Can I ask you, know? you like, um, I want to go back to some of those people, but um, so were Jerry and Alex and Thor working as kind of like how, how I was just talking about you and me? Yeah. So you were an apprentice and they were already stylists there? Yes, they were stylists. They left at the peak and we were just, it just, the balloon just for me imploded. We were having, we were riding high this great time and some of the best people left Jimmy Bless oh, his yeah. heart. Um, he, yeah. He's the first to leave. He was so much fun. I mean, there was salsa dancing and fun nights and laughter. And you were like an apprentice and you're like, get out there and fold the foils and shampoo. But you're like, I want to be where the fun people are in the staff room, all those inspirational artisans and the art team and 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 people that I was amazingly, you know, I, there's way too much time for all the people that were there, but they just really made a difference. Yeah. I remember Thor so well. He was at Trio when I started. Yes. And oh my gosh, some of the stories that I was telling about my apprenticeship when I was like out back in the alley crying, he would <laughs> he would I come in there. That. <laughs> he would come out in the alley. Well, he was he was a bit of a smoker, and he would have like a little cigarette break, and he would come out there and like give you a little bit of like straight up Buddha knowledge, you know? Yes. <laughs> He was master. so calm. Yes. It's interesting, like, just all the different colors of personalities. Yes. And um, because you're, like, energetic and gregarious and out there, and he's more introverted. Yes. And, like, soft and sweet. But, like, both of them are awesome. You couldn't you couldn't phase him. He's just, like... Yeah. <laughs> nothing, yeah. Nothing phases him. And he had these watches <laughs> that said now on yeah, the face yeah. of the watch. Yeah, the no now. Yeah. No now, yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I was just like, I had like goosebumps the first time I heard about that. I'm like, so every time you look at your watch, you're like, the time is now. It's only now. That's it. Forever and ever. It's only now. Love Thor. This moment. And Jimmy. <laughs> With my friend Barbara. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy, I didn't know as well. Um, but oh my gosh. He brought the party, man. He, he was, was so like fun. the he light. Was so 
talented. In the dark tunnel. Yes. And Joy. Funny. Loved him. Lived. Also, whatever you bring to the salon for lunch, he will eat it before you have a chance to. <laughs> he knew no boundaries. And he said, he would always say, oh, I'll bring, I'll bring pasta. He was Italian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'll, I'll bring pasta. And he would, but like once a quarter. And so <laughs> he would, he'd eat your lunch like six times and then he'd bring pasta to feed you. <laughs> That's the truth. That's what the a truth. cutie. Truth. Anyway. If anyone doesn't know, Trios was called Trio because it was Jimmy, Alex, and Philip. And um, after, like, before I even got there, Jimmy had gone off to do something different. And so it was just the two owners of Trio. So it was a duo instead of a trio. But they kept the name. And, uh, yeah, and, and Alex hired me. And I was actually, like, super grateful. It was – I had just finished beauty school, and I was interviewing at different places – and he was so good to me. He's also like British and charming. So, oh, this is the best. Even if he's like, you're a terrible hairdresser and you should die, you'd be like, oh, okay, because of how he would say it. And I can't even. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I can't even imagine to tell you how he would do that, but he would. He put a nice bow on it. No, and I'm I'm joking. He would never tell anybody something that awful. But no. anyway. What was the worst experience as an apprentice? Do you have one? You know, <laughs> there's many, but a few are life-changing. When you're just blowing snot out your nose and there's no tissue, and they just keep berating you, <laughs> that does make a life-changing. And they expect you to quit and never come back, and you don't because you have tenacity and you had a European upbringing, so you weren't coddled, and if it's to be, it's up to me. And you just show up the next day and you just prove it to them that you got what it, the stuff it is to make it. You know, ask anybody that's been successful that's called cut their teeth that's still in this business. It's one thing to be in and it's one thing to stay in. It's also one thing to get to the top and it's another one to stay there. Very difficult. And yeah. ask anybody who's still in this business. They have cut their teeth. They have been punched in the face and then they have been um, downgraded and otherwise undermined and... Otherwise, but you use that as a platform to build your empire on top of, and you rise above it. Well said. Now, did, um, you brought up your European upbringing. Yes. Did you grow up believing in Krampus? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's more German than Swiss. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> your neighbors. <laughs> oh, but we had a, we had plenty, believe me, evil characters. Like the um the Hindlifrasser is like the one that eats children. So there's a statue in oh, Switzerland yeah, and there's yeah. a fountain and it has a baby in its mouth. It's like <sighs> like that. And you're like, that's where the bad kids go. So yeah, you you never forget that one. And uh the Fulu home that's from my dad's hometown, he has horns on it and like pig blown up, I think it's uh rabbit bladders on a stick, and he runs around chasing the children. And my parents had a fun time <laughs> videotaping us when they thought that we didn't we thought we lost them, so we were like literally like the psychos on the loose in a medieval town. Oh my god! <laughs> in full regalia, and we're lost, and they're videotaping us crying. It was hilarious. Oh, so <laughs> what does the killing makes you stronger? Barbara? <laughs> it really set you up for you know success at Vidal Sassoon <laughs> in the eighties, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah in the eighties, because mm -hmm. it's so different now. Yeah. So, 80s and, and 90s. Mm -hmm. Vidal Sassoon, it, the salons themselves have been sold, correct? 
Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I would say that I think lots of the salons have been sold off. They still, own, there's still Sassoon's. They're just not anywhere near us. Yeah. There's, it's just not the same as what it used to be really. No, it's ev- it has to have evolved. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. But they're still number one in education. There's no competition. They're wonderful. You know, something super cool that I saw recently. Um, is it Elon, his son? Is that his name? Um, I'm, I think I might be saying it wrong. Uh, yeah, I know we were talking about. But he and his sister, the yes, yes. Vidal Sassoon's children, Katya, yeah. um, they started a little business. I think it's like a website or something, but it's really cool. It's to help too. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's to help people find uh, stylists. Like Interesting. To hire. So you're supposed to be able to like kind of put your hairstylist resume on there and it's for salon owners to help them find people. Anyway. I thought it was really cool. That is super cool. Yeah. I remember when Katya came in and my friend Vera Milanovic, Milovanovic, she was the manager and my friend, she, she was, had cut her hair and she said to her, what's wrong with you? Your father is Vidal Sassoon. You need to have a cool haircut. And then she's like, you know what? You're right. Cut her hair off. And she did it. She loved it. She did such a good job. That's awesome. <laughs> If, now, what is the iconic haircut? That is it a seven point? No, five point. Five. See, <laughs> I'm a hair colorist. It's true. I was dumbing it down. I thought it was originally the nine, nine point. point, but I'm like, One, how two, many points? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, got it. Got and it, you got have it. to have the hairline. Yes. Okay. You have to have the W hairline. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up about that apprenticeship stuff, um, I'm sure it was like this even more for you, but. I thought it was a little crazy that when they say you have to have somebody, you know, with white hair that wants to, has not colored their hair, that wants to be a red Yes, tone, extremely specific. Very specific stuff. And then... That you haven't done a million times before. To whack yeah. this across your face, yeah. they actually wanted them to be pretty, like it mattered. Yes. I thought that a hair model just had to have good hair. No. No. Especially for a test. It's actually, it. you yeah. literally, it matters that you had good looking models. It's completely, it's. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Um, and did you have to do a soiree for yes. a final exam? I did do a soiree. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So that's like a mini oh. runway thing in the yeah. salon, correct? I mean, for me, I was like, they all wore sunglasses. It was lame because I was just like, I cannot handle organizing Six, seven, eight models having various haircuts. And then um, first you had to do the ones with the basics all over again. And then you had to do a final final where you do a creative and they all had to be creative. So just organizing all those people, making sure they had color with the other assistants, collaborating all that, having them all be there on like a Tuesday at five o'clock. Um, that was hard enough for me. But, you know, other greats that I work with, Gustavo Briand and Homer, um, would literally do like, they're they're dancing. They have like music and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you are. And of course, they both own salons. Like, <laughs> of course, you know, they're but they're this is the artisanal level that we've worked with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. You what know, is, what does Gustavo own? He has his, Gustavo has his place in uh, Florida. Like he's oh, okay. he's a great colorist, and he's an he has a YouTube channel and everything else. And Gustavo's world. Look that one up. Um, awesome. <laughs> Michael Davis owns Smith and Davis. You know, there's like, uh, oh my God, Soren Liffler. He has a salon in Atlanta. They all have a salons and I'm missing people, but yeah, there you go. Now, one thing that I've always known about Katharina that somehow I, I'm like an extreme introvert and she's an extreme <laughs> extrovert, <laughs> but we love each other. Yes. And, um, something that she loves to do that I have 
zero interest in, which I, I'm a little embarrassed to say, are the hair competitions. So, like, to be in a publication that is for hairdressers, like Salon Today, mm-hmm. um, Walk Behind the Chair, things like that. Chicago Cosmetology. Yes, yes. So there's these competitions you Naha. can enter. Naha. That's oh, big Naha one. is a big one, yeah. Anyway, there's these competition shows for people in our craft, and um, she loves to enter them, and she loves to win them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it more if I could win all the time. I'm a, yeah. I'm a one once. Okay. Well, tell us about your, your experience when you won. Okay. Well, first of all, I can't do anything without giving credit to people who lifted me up and we worked with, and I cannot over under, or, or underemphasize um, teams and collaborations. And number one person I want to say that that is an endless collaborator is Jessica Line and Chad Atwood. Um, Vera doing all the Photoshop that I mentioned earlier in the one that we won, which was the Rising Stars competition. It was a makeover competition. And, you know, our model was cute. Um, Vera photoshopped the model's nose. That was the only thing that was photoshopped. It was, it's like, took the ball off the end. That was the only thing that was photoshopped. Okay. Hair was not photoshopped. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jessica and I, I'm maintaining control over um, your whole artistic inspiration. I think he's key. And my, I'm a photographer and so is Jessica. And, you know, having a great model is huge. Um, having right outfit and having the guts to even try. I mean, we entered that competition so many times, and I always said, if we win, I'm splitting the prize money. Um, I want the Lucite plaque. Okay, that that I grabbed. But <laughs> but I share the platform with the people that worked with me, and, um, you know, it's just amazing. Now, I'm a three-time scholarship winner for Chicago Cosmetology, which is really, which got me to three times of going to the Sassoon Academy at the highest level. And that, That's huge. Again, it's huge. And that is because it's on titanium. Every year it goes up. And last I heard it was $1,700 for three days, two and a half days. Yeah. And, you know, but then you're working with the top people. And I can't recommend that enough. That is truly wonderful. And you're collaborating with the art team from there, um, from this, you know, national. So did you have to do like um, a model? Like, are, is that how you got the scholarship to do? No, you just you applied for the scholarship. And, oh, okay. um, and, you know, you get people to write you, you know, recommendations. recommendations and you have to write your bio and it really, it gets you to sort out yourself and like, okay, I will say I love immigrants because, you know, the lazy people stayed behind, you know, the people that enter a competition are the ones that went for it. Okay. Yeah. And the ones that won probably just lost more times. And then it finally was their turn. Yeah. You have to lose in order to win. I couldn't believe it when the thing rises up, we, you're, you, you won the competition. I was like, wait, what? Did I get this wrong? And, you know, it's amazing. And then, you know, a million times we've done collaborations with um, um, other people that I work with at Trio. And we entered, you know, multiple times and it just didn't win. But, you know, it is really fun to work as a team. Um, Jill Weiss, I've worked with her many times on many photo shoots. It doesn't even need a competition. You just go for it. You just make, I, you have to do it or you're going to die. It's like a fish has to swim. I just love it. Well, and that's hours, hours. Hours. I love it. Doesn't seem like anything. Yeah. It's five minutes. I love it. It's awesome. like breathing. Like yeah. whether you love your podcast and you lift other people yeah. up. Yeah. That's why. I lo- How many yeah. hours you put into this? A lot. And you love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If well, you I just do mean it, like die, there's right? so like... much work that goes into getting that se- series of perfect photos yes. of your work. You know, and you got to, and then people will come and they'll be like, you know, I would have done that last little thing. And I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. and then you feel like Susan Lucci. So when you win, you're just yes! like, I want to thank God. And they're like, 
I'm not sure if I believe in God, but I want to thank God. I do love Susan Lucci for so many reasons. I feel like I'm her. I'm just, but I'm going to keep trying. You keep, know, keep and going. Naha, Naha is like, forget about it. Like you need somebody at a better level of photography than I'm even capable. You have to pay. You need Babak. You need, you need to like go to Canada, have them shoot your thing. And now that there's AI photography, I mean, is anything ever win? Is anything real? I mean, it's disgusting. I, I to mm. me, I mean, I just am so sad, but there is still room to make it as a small person. I did once. I can do it again. And you know what? I don't even worry about it anymore. I make my own photo shoots. Don't worry about prizes. I just do it. I anyway. Yeah. So switching gears just a little bit. So uh, after the COVID pandemic happened uh, is when I ended up at the having a salon suite and being on my own, which I never thought I'd do. And I just loved it once You're I did so it. You so brave. You were so and, brave. And Katharina has now done that. So yes. she is down the hall for me, which is amazing. <sighs> Literally, it made it possible because you were there. Because I knew I had a team collaborator. Yeah. Somebody to work with. Yeah. I'm on a solo act. I am a collaborator and we mm -hmm. do a lot together and, yeah. and I love working with you. Yeah, it's, me too. It would not be the same if you weren't yeah. there. It is, it would not be the same. I would say since the pandemic, of course, like, you know, things are evening out in the world and it's, things are okay, but where departmentalized people wouldn't go do a salon suite, people are like finding it necessary anyway. People are kind of finding new paths of like how to work. You know, I just, I really thought about it. I don't want to cut hair. You know, I thought, should I? Because I'm going into a salon suite. And, um, but I, you know, there's a couple colorists in the building that we work in. And then there's like four or five different people who only cut. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. And, you know, if you do want to do a little bit of this or a little bit of that, it's, it's uh, up to you. I'm, you can do whatever you want. can't enough having a team and you're perfect in it. Like we're a perfect team. Yes. Also, we've always thought that we were maybe related. Yeah, right? And it is Since possible. You're Swiss too. Because I have, well, in, <laughs> I think I'm 116th Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> Still rare. Rare, yeah. Anyway, I do have, um, uh, because I grew up Mormon, I happen to know that I have ancestors oh, yeah. from Bern. Okay, well, then we're definitely related. See, we're related yeah. Yeah. somehow. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, but what I was getting at <clears throat> is. Um, how do you feel about being in a salon suite and being on your own versus the salon environment? I love it oh, so good. much. I was wondering if you would um, find it off-putting because of your like artistic nature and how you no. kind of have worked in salons that I've been in. But Well, I, I miss a team. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I miss. I miss a team. I miss um, the youthful apprentices that... <laughs> Half of them are to be my models, and they're amazing. Thank you, all models, all models, including my daughter and a million other ones, which way too many to mention. Um, um, I end up cutting half the staff's hair because I freaking love it, and I hate to beg to get my hair done. So guess what? I do my own hair now. So whatever. <laughs> Cut my own hair now. But but you know what? I don't want somebody else to feel like they can't ask me. So I take care of it. So um, another thing is there's no ceiling, and there's no limit to your potential. They give you a floor, but you're going to build yourself up. And I can't say enough about salon lofts. I actually specifically love them. I would love to actually do a program at the beauty show and like throw that in there and teach young people how to get started. But like, it, but I will tell you though, you don't do this on year two, young people watching. Yeah, yeah. You need to be in the business, cutting your teeth, put your time in, paying your dues, learning about people, about everything else, 
um, for five, seven, eight, ten years. And then if you think that you can do it, then you need to be able to self-promote. You have to have clientele, basic business skills, because guess what? You're everything. You got to do it all. <laughs> you got to run the Instagram page. You got to take the pictures. You've got to build, do the advertising, bookkeeping, taxes. Yes, you can hire people for some of it, but you know what? And you got to clean. And guess what? Salon lost. Did you notice, Barbara? We have the cleanest staff room I've ever worked <laughs> in in my life. Nobody leaves their shoes there. It's clean. Imagine. It is. We don't want people to take control over their business. Then business runs better. Yeah. You don't have person putting a limit on top of you, holding you back, potentially because they're jealous or mm. they have their own problems or insecure. Yeah. And they don't want you want to keep you in their little box and keep the little pretty bird to themselves, the little parrot they want only to sing for them. They don't want that bird going free. Well, sometimes the birds get free, right? Yeah. And we sing and we're <laughs> wonderful and we're happy. So happy. I can't even, yes. you know, well, thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much. I loved being here. We are going to talk with Katharina next week. So this is part one. Ooh. Tune in. Thank you. Tune in. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow. And please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening. 